For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back, everybody, to another Back Row show formerly Back Row Fantasy Show, now it's just Back Row Show. I've decided to get back into fantasy football. I just wanted to try it. I took a year off, and uh, that year was fruitful. It was very beneficial to my mental health. I was not, you know, eyeballs deep into my phone and tablet and all that good stuff, just constantly checking for potential trades and doing player research and all that stuff. I needed a break, so I took a break. And what happened on that break is I basically did not watch football at all, hardly. Like, I watched the highlights and stuff like that, but I didn't actually spend a lot of time watching any sports. I took that time to work on my YouTube channel, Obscure Mics. I took that time to focus on family. And again, it worked out. But of course, the need to do a takeover and rebuild a dynasty team was too much to resist. Now, keep in mind, I'm into this team. I've, I've been working on it for about a month. Took over a team in a buddy's league of mine. It's nothing crazy special, nothing crazy good. Definitely some, you know, lamer owners in there. But I just wanted to hop into a league to see if any of that fire was still there. And it turns out some of it is. But not all of it. That being said, I have had fun. I have learned to manage my time spent researching and developing the team. Sounds like I'm actually an owner at this point. But I have enjoyed it. And I'm going to take you on a journey of what I've done to this team. What I've, the rebuild. And, and keep in mind, I took over a really good team. So you're going to see some of these trades or hear some of these trades, I should say. And here's some of these moves that I've made, and you're going to be like, what is this guy thinking? But I don't like taking over a team and running with someone else's team. I've seen it done too many times. People hop into a league. They take over a good team. They change nothing. Uh, they go to the playoffs, and then they talk smack about how good they are at fantasy football. Like, you didn't draft the team. You didn't build the team. You had nothing to do with that team whatsoever. Me? 
I don't care how good the team is. It's not my team. So I'm going to take that team and I'm going to sell off every single asset that I can within reason, which is most of them. And I'm going to rebuild it my way almost from scratch. I'm at least going to make it a completely different team that I can put my stamp on. So let's talk about what I started with. I inherited a team with, firstly, at quarterback, Russell Wilson. Just Russell Wilson. We had Russ, Carson Wentz, who's not worth having on a team. Davis Mills, who's not worth having on a team. Taylor Heineke, who's not worth having on a team. Russell Wilson. I don't even like Russell Wilson. He's older. I don't believe in him. I don't think Sean Payton's just going to magically make Russell Wilson a top five quarterback again. It's it's just not going to happen in my opinion. So this was an area of concern. So quarterback, we need to fix. We need to fix it. I don't like anyone on here. I have to completely rebuild this portion of the team, and I'm going to have to give up some big names to make it happen. Now let's go to running back. Running back, pretty decent here but nothing I'm super comfortable with. So we have, I'm only going to mention names that are worth having on a team. And those are Najee Harris, which I'm okay with, but I, I don't love. He's a, he's okay to me. I don't think he's someone that I have to hang on to, not to mention I don't want to hang on to anyone in this league, uh, on this team, because they're not my guys. I didn't draft this team. I had nothing to do with it. I've got to tear it down. Najee Harris has got to go. Russell Wilson's got to go. Then I have Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, again, you know, not not really one of my guys. He's good, you know, day in, day out, he's good. Um, if I acquired him, I might keep him. I don't know. I don't know. He's just not one of my guys. So Najee, Aaron Jones, they got to go. Uh, outside of that, the only other guy is Jamal Williams, uh, who I do like, and I will go ahead and say there's a, like, a few keepers on this team. I'm, I don't have to get rid of everyone. I have to get rid of most. Jamal Williams, I kept. And you'll find out exactly why I kept him soon. Now here is where things start to get dicey. This is where people are going to judge me the harshest. My wide receiver core. Only three worth keeping. Literally. Like Kenny Galladay's on there. No thanks, you're gone. Mac Hollins is on there. Maybe worth keeping, but... You know, not anything I'm excited about. Sterling Shepard, always hurt. Don't need him. Uh, James Washington, free agent. Don't know why he's on this team. Garbage wide receivers. But at the top, it's the best wide receiver core in the league with Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs. Again, that's Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. They all got to go. If I'm going to redo this team, that's where my value is. Those guys... Najee and Aaron Jones, where my value's at. So I've got to move those five guys. I said Jamal Williams was a keeper. When we get to tight end, there's another keeper. TJ Hawkinson, a guy that looks like he very well could be a, you know, annual top three tight end. I was not super set on letting him go as one of the guys I kind of wanted to keep, but I did dangle him out there. No offers were good enough, so I keep him. TJ Hawkinson makes me find at tight end. I can rebuild the quarterbacks, the running backs, and then hopefully make a respectable receiver core out of trading the guys I mentioned before, TJ Hawkinson. Now, this is an IDP league. 
nothing to speak of really on the defensive side anywhere but linebacker. And I don't focus on defensive ends. I don't give up value for defensive ends. I don't give up value for safeties and cornerbacks. I play the I play the free agent wire for those guys. So, you know, I, I didn't do a lot there. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. This team had Bradley Chubb. So I'm kind of thinking I'll go grab Jalen Phillips, be happy about my D lineman. Uh, but the linebackers, pretty good. Uh, Bobby Okariki, C.J. Mosley, Christian Kirksey, Josie Jewell. Uh, not exactly dead set on getting rid of these guys if I don't get value. And it turned out in this league, I didn't really get value. Okariki ended up leaving. Uh, I still have Josie Jewell, Christian Kirksey, and C.J. Mosley with an addition or two. Uh, but Okariki did leave. So let's get to my first move as I take over this team. And with that, we have transaction number one. I dangled Justin Jefferson. I knew this was my biggest piece. And I knew I had to move him if I wanted any chance at making this team my own. Again, yeah, if I'd have drafted Justin Jefferson, he probably wouldn't be going anywhere. But the fact is, I didn't draft him. He's not my guy. I have to rebuild this team. I dangled him. The offers were underwhelming until my boy Travis offered me Cam Akers, or maybe I offered him. I threw out a bunch of offers, but I got, yeah, I offered him. After all the offers and seeing that nobody was going to really give me a running back and a wide receiver for Jefferson because these people are crazy, I ended up acquiring by an offer of my own Cam Akers, who I am very high on. He's one of my guys. And pick 102, and with that pick, you know what I'm targeting, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now, a lot of people said I should have went after Jameer Gibbs with this pick, but the fact was I had a plan, and my plan was to get a running back that I liked and a wide receiver with massive upside. So Justin Jefferson, I doubt him for Cam Akers and what is essentially Jackson Smith and Jigba. Is that a great deal for me? No, it is not. Justin Jefferson is the alpha at wide receiver. But when your offers you're getting are just kind of so-so and you want to get one of your guys and you want to grab a wide receiver that could potentially be uh, a guy that, that could start for you in a big way, I I just decided I was going to go after Smith and Jigba, who I love, and get Cam Akers, who I love, and I'd figure out the rest later. Like, I lost this deal. There's no doubt about it. I lost on this deal but I was still happy with this deal because I'm not keeping most of these guys. They got to go. So Justin Jefferson, I'm sorry. I took a loss on you, but it had to be done. I didn't draft you. Jefferson for Cam Akers and pick 102, which ended up being Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now on to the next move that was made. I got an offer of Derek Frost, who's a safety for the Washington Commanders. Not a bad one. Young. Uh, got offered Derek Frost and pick 302 for Derwin James. <clears throat> now, yeah, Derwin James, awesome when he's on the field. But I can I, I can mix and match with my DBs. 302, I know I'm going to get something decent. I have a strategy. I always do this in drafts. People always get mad at me, and I don't know why. I do it in every draft, but we'll get there. So I've picked up 102 and 302 from trade so far. Somebody sees that I am trading away DBs as long as I'm getting a pick back. Then I get an offer of Derek Stingley Jr. 
and 301 for Minka Fitzpatrick. I had Minka. Uh, I'm a Minka hater since he's not a Dolphin anymore and he's a Steeler. So I let Minka go. Picked up that 301 and Derek Stingley, Stingley, whatever you want to call him. So now I've got the first two picks in the third round. Keep in mind, I didn't mention this before, but the only pick I had in this draft <clears throat> was 206. That's what I inherited. I had one second rounder. No draft picks to fill out depth to build this team. If, if one of my wide receivers get hurt and one of my running backs get hurt, I'm in trouble. Uh, if Russell Wilson sucks, I'm in trouble. Basically, if anyone gets hurt or if anyone misses games, I'm in trouble. I don't like that feeling. So picking up some picks here, get 301, 302, deal away two, you know, really good defensive backs, but get a couple back that could be pretty good in their own right. And those picks, I need them. Next deal. I get offered Jimmy Garoppolo and 305 for Russell Wilson. I dangled Russell Wilson for as long as I could. Let's face it, he's not a huge name anymore. He was terrible last year. Uh, he's getting older. I'm like, you know what? I think Jimmy G could put up the same numbers as Russ Wilson, legitimately. So I take that deal and pick up the 305. So my new starting quarterback temporarily, <laughs> that was never the plan, but for now, Jimmy G is the starting quarterback of this fantasy team. I know that's going to change. It's just going to take time, wheeling, dealing, a little bit of strategy. But there you go. Russ Wilson is gone. Basically, I get a replacement-level quarterback in 305. I'm fine with that. This is going to be a younger team. It's not going to be a team of like, oh, I hope these old veterans come through and, and pull out some wins for me. Just had to be done. I got lucky. Got a single blind bid dollar for Taylor Heineke. Thanks, Travis, Falcons fan. So I get a dollar for that guy that I would have dropped. So that's a win. I also, I also kind of feel the Russ Wilson trade was kind of a win. I just don't just not believing in him anymore. But here we go. Now we're going to get crazy again. So I just acquired Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm trying to move these players. Everyone knows I'm wanting to move them. Everyone sees my trade bait. You know, all these big names, they got to go, but I want value. It's not a fire sale by any means. I need upside, and I need guys who can start for me in their place. So I get an offer that I just cannot refuse. Keep in mind, I own Jamal Williams in this league, uh, but the offer I get after some back and forth is uh, we'll go one by one here. So I give up Jimmy Garoppolo. I acquire Geno Smith, and I like Geno Smith. I'm actually comfortable starting Geno Smith without trying to acquire an upgrade. Like, I'm good going into the season with Geno Smith over Garoppolo and what was Russell Wilson. I like Geno. I like where Seattle's headed. I'm planning on taking Jackson Smith and Jigba. Kind of like pairing quarterbacks and wide receivers. It's a thing that I enjoy. So there we go. I acquired Geno for Jimmy, but also in the deal. Uh, I give away Najee Harris in this deal, and I get back Alvin Kamara. Now, if I had to pick between the two, I might lean Najee a little bit because of the age difference, and Alvin Kamara might be suspended, who knows, for some amount of time. But I do have Jamal Williams, and I like having – two good backs in one offense because I have no problem starting them both. I would start Jamal and Alvin any given week, no problem. Jamal Williams probably going to get a touchdown or two every game, not every game, but you know what I mean. Alvin Kamara is going to catch some passes. Uh, Najee Harris, I just didn't love, so I was happy to do this. Now, I'm also going to get a little more in this deal, but 
as far as the quarterbacks go, it's almost one for one. Gino in, Garoppolo out, Kamara in, Najee Harris out. But I also give up Stefan Diggs and Bobby Okariki. And in return, in this massive deal, I'm getting T. Higgins, uh, John Mechie, Michi Mechie, uh, who I like and I think could carve a nice roll out in Houston now that Brandon Cooks is gone. Juju Smith-Schuster, Brian Osamoah, linebacker, Minnesota, who's a breakout guy for me, breakout candidate, and I get 410. So for giving up the Najee, Diggs, and Okariki, I'm basically getting an upgrade at quarterback for Geno, uh, Alvin Kamara, T. Higgins, John Mechie, Juju Smith-Schuster, Brian Asamoah, and pick 410. Now is Diggs worth T. Higgins and Juju? I think so. I actually think I won this deal, to be honest. I don't know if Diggs is going to be happy and continuing to play for the Bills. You know, there's... There's just some things going on there that I don't know how much longer he'll be effective. I'm sure he'll be effective for a long time. But Diggs, it's kind of tricky. And to get T. Higgins and Juju, I was kind of all in on this because I know I can start Juju. I think he'll be fine in New England. I think he might even have a career year there. T. Higgins is a beast. He'll eventually be a number one wide receiver somewhere. So I saw this as getting some depth, letting go of the elite Diggs, uh, Okariki, very good linebacker, but I have faith in Osamoah, and I just had to do this to get it done. I needed that rebuild at quarterback. I needed depth at wide receiver, and I needed to not lose much at running back. So this deal for me, for my rebuild anyways, I think is a win. Now, before you get excited about me acquiring T. Higgins, if you are excited at all, which I don't know why you would be. It's my team, not yours. I did trade T. Higgins within an hour of acquiring him. I got an offer I couldn't refuse. I'm looking for depth. I'm looking for guys I like. David Montgomery, even though Jameer Gibbs got drafted, Detroit wants to run the ball. Jameer Gibbs basically just replaces Swift. Um, I think Jameer could have better numbers, but David Montgomery is a great touchdown scoring candidate. So I got an offer. I accepted it. I gave up T. Higgins. In return, I got David Montgomery. And Adam Thielen with Jarvis Landry as a throw-in. Doesn't matter. Landry's gone soon. But it's basically T. Higgins for David Montgomery and Adam Thielen. What this does, I believe Thielen will have a good year in Carolina. I believe Montgomery's going to be completely startable. But replacements. I think Thielen is fine to replace T. Higgins. Montgomery starts giving me flexibility to deal more players. So I'm trying to build a team of depth that if injuries were to happen and bye weeks happen, I've always got somebody that is startable on just about any team in the league. That's my goal here. I want to be deep. I want a deep roster that could make a playoff push and then maybe surprise. So the team, again, that I acquired, keep in mind, they did not win the title last year. And I'm going to say they didn't win the title based on their lack of depth. So T. Higgins gone, David Montgomery, Detroit Lions running back, and Adam Thielen. Welcome to the team. Next, I am determined to get rid of Aaron Jones, and I also need to start getting my wide receivers built back up a little. So I was able to deal Aaron Jones and Mac Hollins and get Deontay Johnson, KJ Osborne, and pick 208. I like Deontay Johnson, very startable wide receiver, three. KJ Osborne, 
despite the drafting of Jordan Addison, I still like K.J. Osborne. He's in his third year. I think he could break out. So 208, that's going to help me in my rebuild. I uh, just got David Montgomery, which again gives me flexibility to deal running back without getting one back. So Montgomery in, Jones out, and then acquiring Deontay Johnson and K.J. Osborne. I'm feeling good about the depth. And again, I got 208 to work with. Immediately after that, uh, I dealt away pick 410 uh, for Tom Brady and Kyle Trask. This deal was more about Trask, more to watch and see if he takes the job away from, uh, what's his name from the, oh crap, what stupid Mayfield. There we go, Baker Mayfield. I wanted to see Kyle Trask. For, giving up pick 410 for that is fine. I can hold on to Brady because as soon as Tua goes down with an injury, if that happens, you can bet your ass that Miami will be on the phone with Tom Brady. So I figured that would be a nice dice roll with 410, him and Trask, just to watch throughout the offseason. I'll make a decision on those guys later. All right, next up, this is where I'm going to get some hate as well. But keep in mind, I'm dangling Tyreek Hill. I've dealt Justin Jefferson. I've dealt uh, Stephon Diggs. Dangling Tyreek Hill, and nobody's biting. You know why? Because he said he was going to retire when his contract was up. This also is concerning to me, even as a Dolphins fan. I want to move Tyreek Hill, and I want to get some guys that could play on this team for a long time, assuming I keep it for a long time. So I eventually got the offer I was kind of looking for, and I dealt Tyreek Hill, and only Tyreek Hill, for Traylon Burks, who I do like, Jameson Williams, who I like, and this was before the suspension, which is only six games, no big deal. I'm looking at depth. I was also able to get Zaven Collins in the deal, so it's Traylon Burks, Jameson Williams, Zaven Collins, and pick 206 and 216. To me, this was a great deal for a rebuilding team. Two potential starting receivers. Potential. They're not yet. Not by any means. But I get 206 and 216 as well. And a linebacker to boot. That helps me out in the Okariki department where I dealt him. <clears throat> and I'm starting to feel pretty good about the depth of this team. So just running through some quick deals, I also dealt Harrison Smith, who's getting older, but is still a good safety for pick 406. I then turned around and gave 406 away for Jalen Phillips, defensive end, Miami. Uh, then I gave away Javon Hargrave and Trey Hendrickson for pick 415 and a next year fourth because I don't care about D linemen. just doesn't matter in any IDP league I've ever been unless you got a top flight one. And then with the... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
The pick I inherited, pick 206, I think I inherited. Nope, I just, no, that's not right. I didn't inherit 206. I had a second rounder, but 206, I just got in the deal for Tyreek. So I'm already flipping 206. So now the Tyreek deal turns into a bigger one. I flipped 206 for Sam Howell, quarterback, Washington Commanders, very high on him, hoping that works out. Feel good about Geno Smith, Sam Howell as my two quarterbacks. Upside, veteran, feeling good. But Tyreek Hill now turns into uh, Sam Howe, Traylon Burks, Jameson Williams, Xavier Collins, and pick 216. So using 206 to get Sam Howe, I no longer have to focus any of my higher picks or focus at all in acquiring a quarterback in this draft. I can truly focus on the depth at offense, and if I choose to take a defensive guy, I can. But really, I'm trying to build a juggernaut of offensive depth. Okay, moving on. Then I give away Logan Thomas, who I acquired. I had, what was it, uh, uh, Hawkinson and Logan Thomas were my tight ends. Logan Thomas was a flash in the pan. That's over. I gave him in 415 for Jordan Akins in 411 and then dropped Jordan Akins. I basically gave away Logan Thomas to move four spots up in the fourth round because I don't care about Logan Thomas. It's fine. Uh, I want to start grabbing some guys that I can just kind of keep an eye on at this point and with the draft in mind as well. So I gave away pick 411 that I just acquired for Brian Edwards, who has never really done much, but Derek Carr wanted him in New Orleans for a reason. I think I'll end up dropping uh, Brian Edwards. But again, I want to watch him. And I know that New Orleans is probably going to draft a wide receiver. Michael Thomas, we don't know if he'll ever be good again. They basically have Chris Olave and nothing else. So I pick up Brian Edwards, and I'm like, if New Orleans drafts a wide receiver, I will make an attempt at acquiring them. Okay. Next up, the draft has started. I'm just going through trades at this point. I'll tell you what I drafted in a minute. Draft has started. Uh, pick 202s on the board. I want that pick. So I give up pick 305 and my next year first round draft pick. Yeah, could be high, but I doubt it. There's some bad teams in here. If I had to guess, I'll be a playoff team. I give away a playoff first, somewhere between picks 12 and 16 or 10 and 16 uh, to acquire 202. Then during the draft, I give away Jarvis Landry and my next year's second rounder for pick 306. You'll see why. Keep those in mind. Pick 202, 306. Um, acquiring them for giving a year later pick away that's a uh, round higher. Also during this draft, I give up Tom Brady and a next year third and fourth for pick 411. Yeah, that sounds bad, but I like who I got at 411. Now let's let's dissect here. We're going to go to the draft. I'll try to keep in mind some of these picks that I've went over, but with the 102 that I acquired through trade, I did pick up Jackson Smith and Jigba. Pick 202, which I traded away. What was that? I, I gave up my next year's first and 305 for the rights to draft Jalen Hyatt, who I'm very high on, and I think the New York Giants situation is fantastic. So there's that one. So I've got Njigba and Hyatt in my new wide receiver core. Then at 203, which, where did I get that one? Let me look back through. That might have been, was that a pick that I already had maybe? 203... That might have been the one I thought was 206. So 203 I might have had all along. That might have been the one pick that I had. 
Yeah, I think it was. So 203, uh, Roshan Johnson running back for the Bears. I don't care about Deontay Foreman, and Khalil Herbert is solid but unspectacular. I think Roshan Johnson could wrangle that starting job away, and I think at 203 it's a wonderful pick. Uh, 208 was my next pick on the board. That one, let me look back through. I want to say I acquired 208. Yes, I did. Uh, 208. So we can make this one. Aaron Jones. I got that in the Aaron Jones deal. So for Aaron Jones, I get Deontay Johnson, KJ Osborne, and at 208, I add Will Levis. Uh, I was looking at the tight end that got drafted for uh, Buffalo, Dalton Kincaid, but he went one pick ahead of me. So the value of Will Levis was there at 208. I've got my quarterback situated out, but I like to draft guys that I could potentially deal down the road. So Will Levis comes into the fold again. That all stemmed from Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones essentially traded for Deontay Johnson, K.J. Osborne, and Will Levis. Let's go on. Pick 216, which I acquired in the Tyreek Hill deal, where I missed out on Dalton Kincaid. Uh, 216, I was able to land, land Sam Laporta, which I like in Detroit as well. Uh, who knows? Could end up being the best tight end in the draft. We just we don't know. Uh, but I like what Detroit's doing. I, I like Dan Campbell a lot. Kind of wish he stayed in Miami. So 216, Sam Laporta. 301, which I acquired. Let's figure out where I had. 301, I, I got in the Mika Fitzpatrick deal. So Mika Fitzpatrick, I was able to turn into Tank Bigsby, running back Jacksonville. This is why you let go of some of those names on defense. Like Mika Fitzpatrick, yeah, sure. Nice safety to own, but... I got a replacement in Derek Stingley and Tank Bigsby, who could be relevant from day one. Absolutely relevant. I was actually I'm I'm stoked to to get these kind of deals. People look at third rounders and they think, you know, what am I gonna do with a third rounder? You draft Tank Bigsby. That's what you do with a third rounder. It's a great choice of a third round third rounder, in my opinion. Keep in mind, he's there because it's an IDP league. And you got people taking big name defensive players at rookies that aren't going to put up big points. Tank Bigsby could put up some points for me in a spot start somewhere along the season. And who knows? I mean, it's two backs per team anymore. He's going to be the number two back. That is worth way more than Minka Fitzpatrick. 302. 302 is next. And I picked that up for Derwin James and got Derek Frost in return. So I got a replacement. Uh, that ha- that can score and has scored and has a bright future, it seems. So Derwin James gets turned into Derek Forrest, which isn't that many points per game less than Derwin James. And the pick I got in the deal at 302, I turned into Israel Abanaconda. <laughs> I'm probably saying that wrong. You take a year off football and you realize you're not good with names anymore. But Israel Abanaconda, the New York Jets, again, Brees Hall, there's no guarantee he's just going to come back strong day one. Michael Carter's been okay, but he's never done anything to like keep the Jets from continually drafting running backs. So in my opinion, this guy could also be the number two back for the Jets and is worth more than Derwin James to me. So I'm loving filling out this team with depth. You know, put it put these guys on the taxi squad. They're big, they're big names, honestly. They're gonna get bigger as soon as the reports come out. That Tank Bigsby looks good in camp and Israel Abanaconda looks good in camp. People are going to come beating down the door to try to get these guys from me that I got in the third round. 306 is next. 
306. Where did I acquire 306? Let's go back through. Uh, we got 306. Where did we get 306? Uh, okay, we got 306 for my next year's second. So I gave away my 2024 second rounder for 306. Jarvis Landry was also in that deal. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Uh, but basically traded my second rounder away for 306 to draft Dwayne McBride, uh, running back Minnesota Vikings. Yes, he was a seventh round running back, but he could be the steal of the draft. Honest to God, the kid's good. And he's in a situation where if the Vikings really do let go of Dalvin Cook as a June 1st cut because he wants to go to Miami, which is kind of a thing, they might not do it. But Dalvin Cook also getting a little older. Uh, Alexander Madison, probably the guy there. But if Dalvin Cook's gone, Dwayne McBride could be the number two. So he could be potentially, you know, playable. Pick 306. I gave away next year's second. I expect it to be a back half second. I think this was a good deal for me as well. I'm trying to build out the depth and build the future immediately. I don't want to wait two years. I want to have a team that can compete immediately and could be even better in year two immediately. Pick 411, the last pick. You remember when I was talking about uh, taking Brian Edwards, like trading 411 for Brian Edwards because somebody was going to emerge with Chris Olave on the New Orleans offense? Michael Thomas is going to get hurt. That's just what it is. We know that. Uh, I took Brian Edwards for 411 with the idea of drafting a Saints wide receiver in this draft. So, I gave up Tom Brady in my next year's third for 411. That sounds steep, even though Brady may never play again. But I gave my third and fourth next year, actually, for this pick 411 because I like and believe in the talent of A.T. Perry, who I drafted at 411. The guy's got a clear, clear path to playing time. He's a big, rangy, wide receiver that played on a team where players don't get drafted high all the time in Wake Forest. So there you go. A.T. Perry. Yes, I went all offense on this. I went wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, quarterback, tight end, running back, running back, running back, wide receiver. I absolutely stacked the deck on my depth while also not counting on a single one of these guys to start for me immediately. So when I go through this team now, keep that in mind. But again, we're going to go through what I had versus what I've got. Uh, What I had was Russell Wilson. This was going to be my starters, and yes, the starters, they, they sound good. But I'll give you the full the full breakdown here. So Russell Wilson was going to start, and if Russell Wilson got hurt, I am screwed. It's just that simple. Russell Wilson hurts or sucks, I'm screwed. I have no one else. I didn't even have a backup quarterback. My whole season was hinging on Russ. Of course, I could have taken my one second rounder I inherited and got a quarterback, but there's no guarantee one was going to be there that was going to put up points for me this year. So it's Russ or bust for my team. That's where I started. Running back, it was Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, and Jamal Williams. I would have been fine. That would have been fine, but I didn't draft those guys. Uh, now, my quarterbacks, let's go through this real quick. This will be fun. So instead of Russell Wilson and relying on just Russell Wilson, I now have Geno Smith. Sam Howell, Kyle Trask, and Will Levis. Uh, Doesn't mean Trask is going to stick, but Geno, Sam Howell, Will Levis, 
I'd take them over Russell Wilson all day long. Running backs, I only had Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, and Jamal Williams. That's it. That's it. I went from Najee, Aaron Jones, and Jamal Williams to Cam Akers, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, still Jamal Williams, Israel Abanaconda, Roshan Johnson, Tank Bigsby, Dwayne McBride. So one, two, assuming these guys wrangle number two jobs away, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight guys that could potentially play snaps on this fantasy team uh, in place of three guys who were going to play snaps on this team. So injuries could have broke me. Actually, and Najee and Jones, I still got Jamal Williams. So Najee and Jones or Cam Akers and Kamara or, and David Montgomery. To me, it's easy. I think I won my running backs, actually. So one more time, I think quarterback, running back, I'm greatly improved. And my depth is fantastic compared to what it was, which was one of my goals here. Wide receiver, different story, but just think about the depth here. Of course, I gave up the best wide receiver core in this fantasy league in Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, and Tyreek Hill. If one of those guys would have got hurt, I'm down to two and Mac Hollins. If two of those guys would have got hurt, I'm down to one and Mac Hollins. And so here we go. We went from just Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, and Stephon Diggs. This one's going to be debatable whether some people think I won or lost this transition from three top flight receivers to what is essentially a whole lot of wide receivers. So my new starting wide receiver plan is Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, and Deontay Johnson. Remember, I only had three. So now I've got those three in starting positions, not even close to as good as it was before, but also for now in the future and for depth, I've got also Traylon Burks, Jalen Hyatt, John Mechie, K.J. Osborne, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jamison Williams, and A.T. Perry. So a lot of depth, a lot of upside, but I still can do some damage with Juju Thielen and Deontay Johnson as starting wide receivers. Again, not going to be beating the world, but I went from what is essentially three playable receivers to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm nine deep. That's if you count Traylon Burks and Jalen Hyatt as guys who could potentially play in the event of injury or bye weeks and John Mechie. But KJ Osborne already scores decently. Traylon Burks almost hit the 100 mark in his first year. I like it. I mean, I don't love not having that top three, you know, big-time wide receiver core, but I didn't draft them. They weren't mine, and I refused to win a single game with someone else's team. Like I said, the holdovers here on offense are Jamal Williams and uh, TJ Hawkinson. I never got value for him. I never got an offer that was good enough to pull the trigger. So those are the holdovers. The rest of the offensive team, the same. Now, defense, uh, I kept a lot of those. C.J. Mosley I kept. Christian Kirksey I kept. I tried to deal him, but nobody was nobody was giving the value. Josie Jewell I kept. Uh, new additions, Xavier Collins and Brian Asamoah in place of uh, Bobby Okereke. The defensive backs, nothing really to speak about. I got Marlon Humphrey, Carlton Davis, Derek Stingley Jr., and Derek Forrest. 
did I say frost before? I might have. But yeah, there you go. So I'll go through the rundown one more time. I went from Russell Wilson and only Russell, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Najee Harris, and only those three. Uh, Tyreek, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, only those three. To Kyle Trask, Geno Smith, Sam Howell, Will Levis, Israel Abanaconda, Cam Akers, Rashawn Johnson, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Jamal Williams, Tank Bigsby, Dwayne McBride, Traylon Burks, Jalen Hyatt, Deontay Johnson, John Mechie, K.J. Osborne, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, Jamison Williams, A.T. Perry. We'll throw his name in there since I did grab him in the fourth round. Don't expect much, but and, – and, and again, I don't have to rely on any rookies here. I have no reliance on rookies whatsoever. They are just bonuses. I've got a starting lineup of Geno Smith, Cam Akers, Alvin Kamara. I can – plug and play Jamal Williams for one of those two if I want, but then Juju, Thielen, Deontay Johnson, still got TJ Hawkinson. I've still got a good starting lineup. Is it great? Probably not great, but it's good. And I feel like the depth is going to save me in some situations. I feel good about the future and I've got a lot, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba upside, Jalen Hyatt upside, uh, Rashawn Johnson upside, Israel take Bigsby. You know, I've got some upside. Sam Laporta, and had I not broken this team apart, I wouldn't have this depth. And I feel like I don't have to make a move for a long time, at least until I see what how the season plays out. But I feel like I'm always going to have someone to plug and play as a starter. I'm going to be fine in the event of injury. And my team's built for the long haul. I mean, my oldest player is probably, what, Geno Smith at 32? Uh, and, and again, I've got Sam Howe and Will Levis waiting in the wings if he were to falter. Doesn't mean those guys are going to be great, but I've got options. Got some options. Uh, Aaron Jones probably not going to play for that much longer. Neither is Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs isn't super young, I don't think. I could be wrong on that. Uh, Justin Jefferson was the biggest loss, but I didn't draft him. He's not mine. I cannot win with someone else's team. It has to be my team. Hopefully, Deontay Johnson has a nice season. Hopefully, Juju really excels in New England. Hopefully, Adam Thielen has another year or two left in him. Um, hopefully, Jameson Williams progresses. Hopefully, Jackson Smith and Jigba turns into a beast. Hopefully, John Mechie's good. K.J. Osborne, Jalen Hyatt, Traylon Burks. You know, there's. I, I, I'll take depth all day. Not over the guys I gave away necessarily. Actually, most of them. I don't feel any remorse. Justin, I feel no remorse about any of them. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, I knew I took a loss on. Like, I know that. But the rest of this team, I don't really feel like I took losses. I feel like I'm, you know, I gave up what I had to give up to to, to build a team, to build a top-to-bottom, you know, now and future team. We'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'm not as into it as I used to be. And I'm still you know, kind of passive on it. Like now that I've drafted, now that I've done all this, now that I've rebuilt this team, which I've had a lot of fun doing over the past month. Now I'm just kind of done. Like I'll sit back, I'll submit my lineup. I'll look at offers as they come, but I'm not, I'm not going to have my head buried deep into this stuff. One league and one league only. 
and uh, hopefully I can stick it out for a while. Hopefully the the spark returns. With that being said, again, me and Arms still talking about resurrecting the back row fantasy show. Uh, he asked if I had a interface and mic to send him. Uh, even though he lives in the same town as me, he's not able to really leave and be gone for long periods of time with what's going on in, in his life and career and all that good stuff these days. So you may see the Back Row Fantasy Show come back. You may see it come back with me in arms or me in arms and someone else, and you may see it soon, or you may not. We don't know. We're talking about it. But I'm back into fantasy a little, dipping the toes back in. And by all means, I wanted to, to do a rebuild. Fantasy football is about having fun. And to me, there's nothing more fun than taking someone's team, destroying it, and making your own. Tear down the old building, build the new one, see how it goes. I'm excited. I'll keep you updated on this one. In the meantime, keep your eyes peeled. You may see more episodes. This is Bark. One of the most recent episodes was why I left fantasy football. Now, I have returned. Albeit, one league. And albeit, with not quite as much fire in my belly. But, I was excited about rebuilding this team, and I did have a good time. So we'll see where it goes. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.